Hey friend, and welcome to Feminine Magic. It's Michelle. And this is Alexa, and we're the co-conduits of Femme, flourishing feminine founders. We are so excited to embark on this journey with you today. Our intention with this podcast is to unleash the true magic of divine feminine energy. Awakening the divine feminine within us is for all people. We will learn to integrate our natural, healthy, masculine, and feminine energies in our businesses, life, and relationships. Let's be open and let this energy flow through us, allowing transformation and growth to unfold in all areas of life. Feminine magic is the key to authentic alignment within ourselves, others, and the human collective. Let's dive into this together. It's time to step into a life where you truly flourish. Hello, welcome back to the Feminine Magic Podcast. This is Alexa, and I am here with a solo cast. I have been thinking a lot about my experience with psychedelics, my healing experiences in general, or specifically, and I wanted to share them because there's a lot of experiences that I've gone through in my life, healing experiences where I've healed holistically, I've healed naturally, and you know, people close to me know about them, but I wanted to share and open it up a little more to, you know, introduce people to new ideas or maybe give them permission to try things they've been thinking about and to just shake up the mainstream narrative if you know what I'm saying but really you know I've been thinking a lot about how I have this bias and I need to research what the bias is that I expect because I think a certain way or I experience life a certain way that sometimes there's you know people that experience life and think like that which is true but if I don't share what I go through and assume other people understand, then I'll never be able to get these messages out to anyone. So anyway, I'm challenging my own bias and I'm opening this up to share with you. And this episode is called Psychedelic Healing. And my experience and my journey with psychedelics has been a long one, an interesting one. You know, when I first got, I guess you could say, got into psychedelics, I was still very much in party mode. I was in college and I had a boyfriend that loved to trip and go to music festivals. And I would trip and go to the same music festival and lose my shit. Like I would go crazy in my head. I kept it to myself, but I was losing it. And it's because I didn't have the awareness and understanding of myself and of my mental health that, you know, psychedelics for me were never meant to be a partying thing they weren't meant to be related to partying for me you know what I realized was they were very spiritual and healing tool but I didn't know that you know I got introduced to it in the party scene and I didn't understand why all my friends around me seemed to have so much fun tripping at music festivals and I would just lose my shit in my head and be like this is miserable right it's because I had to go through some of my own healing right and it just some people I guess can do that whereas for me it was more of a a spiritual healing tool but I didn't understand that at the time so anyway I started experiencing psychedelics privately at home you know and that's when I realized the potential of the tool that I had in front of me and I'm going to take you through three different psychedelic or three different healing experiences that happened and unfolded for me when I was on psychedelics um because they were really powerful healing experiences. They were really profound. And a couple of them happened when I was in the deepest depths of, you know, pain and suffering due to, 
you know, these health issues that, you know, the mainstream, the Western doctors would have told me were only solvable through a pill or only solvable through these Western means. And I have always been one to challenge the Western health narrative, at least in my own life. I believe in holistic healing. I believe in natural healing. I believe in healing from the inside out, checking your emotions and the underlying stories and beliefs that you tell yourself that lead to disease. You know, even when the disease seems to come from the outside in, from someone else or from something else, there's a belief that we hold in order for that to manifest and turn into disease in our body. So I believe in the holistic whole person approach, specifically looking deep within the stories and the trigger points and things like that. So the first major experience that I had with healing through psychedelics was I used to get ovarian cysts when I was like a senior in college and then after I graduated college. I would get these ovarian cysts that would literally on the scale of 1 to 10 be like a 10 out of 10 pain wise. And I have a pretty high pain threshold, but they were ridiculous. Like just like cramps times a hundred is basically how I can explain it. And, you know, it would really lay me out. And there was two different times where I actually wound up in the hospital. They were so painful. One time they had to give me morphine and I hate like painkillers like that. I hate downers. I don't like the feeling of it, but they had to give me morphine because it was so intense. And I shared with my mom, who's a nurse, that I was getting these ovarian cysts. So she took it to her doctors at work, you know, in a normal hospital. And the doctors, these, you know, male doctors said, well, she has two options. She's of childbearing age, so she can either, one, get pregnant, or two, go on birth control. But there's really nothing else other than that that she could do. Enter the limiting perspective of Western medicine, right? And for me, when my mom reported back to me that that's what she was told by the doctors, that was not good enough for me because I was 24 and I was not ready or willing to have children just to solve fucking ovarian cysts, you know? That's crazy. So that was out. And at that time in my life, I really was on my healing path and my natural path and my awakening path. So taking birth control was really out of the picture for me as well, given the side effects and the long-term damage that can occur and um, just due to just how unnatural it could be. And, you know, I'm not saying that, like, people shouldn't do it. This is just me and my preference, right? Like, it just was out of the picture to go back on birth control. I had been on birth control when I was, like, younger or in college and that was fine it served me then but it just for the level of understanding I had about my body and about you know health it just wasn't an option so I was like okay great well there's got to be another way so one night I had an experience with my best friend and we were at my house my apartment all my roommates were gone and we decided to like cook together hang out you know have fun listen to music and go on a mushroom trip, mushroom trip. And these mushrooms were really, really well made and grown by someone that I knew and that was close to me. And they were really incredible, really clean. And I didn't go into that experience with like any plans to like heal myself, but it was really one of the first experiences I had where I saw the potential of how psychedelics could really provide deep healing. So fast forward, and there was this point in the night where we were getting really, really fucking silly, right? You know, the thing that's like about psychedelics, about mushrooms or LSD is they remove this barrier, right? They remove the ego barrier. They 
put you in direct contact with yourself so that illusions and delusions kind of dissolve for the time frame that you're going through the experience. So when your own illusions and delusions about your life and about yourself and about other people and about the world dissolve, you're put in direct contact with your darkness or amazing, like the light and the dark within you, I guess you'll say. And, you know, we were at this point in the experience where we were getting really silly, having a lot of fun, which, you know, when you're drop, when you drop your your ego delusions and you're having a lot of fun that opens up a lot of healing and high vibrational pathways to enter your body right having fun play is one of the highest frequencies that you can bring into your experience plus having that ego and that like illusory barrier dissolved that is just like a pathway for you know healing to enter you if, it, if you get to that point so anyway we were having a lot of fun and we were in the kitchen and it's actually a really funny story. Like the dog. So my roommate at the time, we were watching little D and she was this little pit bull and she shit on the floor. <laughs> Me and my friend were just like joking about, I don't know. It was just really funny. I don't have to get into that whole story, but some reason it led to me opening the back door and I had these birth control. Pills. So I guess, all right. So I guess what I did. So that's how it happened was when my mom told me that it was either get pregnant or go on birth control. I was like, well, I guess I'll do the birth control because I hadn't really chosen otherwise yet. I knew there was another way, but I didn't know the way. So I said, all right, guess I'll get on birth control. So I actually did order the birth control and I took one pill. But after I took that one pill, I really didn't want to keep taking it because it was just against who I was becoming and my beliefs. So I had the birth control like pills in my hand and I said, I literally remember saying, like, fuck these pills. I don't need them. Like, fuck this. You know, I was kind of being, like, a little a little wild. And I think I was just like, fuck that doctor and fuck these pills. And I, like, threw them in the garbage with such, like, gusto and, like, belief that I didn't need them. And I threw them in the garbage and I said, fuck that. I don't need these. I don't need that. I don't need to become pregnant or go on birth control. There's another way. And I basically like made this proclamation to the universe in that moment when I threw the birth control pills away and proclaimed my belief in a different way. I shit you not, I never got another ovarian cyst again. Something shifted in me in that moment from, you know, between having that illusory and all the stories dissolved in that moment plus being in a state where I was super receptive and open and having so much fun when I made that proclamation I declared to the universe no this is not the way it's going to be I'm going to heal naturally and fuck these pills and I never got another ovarian cyst again and it was just such a profound healing experience for me because when I I that has stuck with me I realized that I never got another ovarian cyst again. And when I would think back to why, I knew intuitively it was in that moment something shifted for me. And it was due to the psychedelic experience and the frame of mind that I was in when I made that proclamation and how open I was to receiving and claiming something different. So that was the first experience, like the first profound experience that I had leveraging psychedelics for healing. But I went into that experience not really having that expectation. It just kind of unfolded that way. And that's what really opened my mind even more to 
leveraging psychedelics for healing experiences when in the right environment with the right people with the right mindset you know and being open to what happens and what comes up so that was the first experience so let's see fast forward a couple years and I went through two really major clinical depressions in my 20s so fast forward to like I was like 25 or 26 I was um, in the depths of my first clinical depression. I had lost like 15 pounds. I was incredibly skinny. I had to move out of my house in Philadelphia for the time being to go live with my family at home because I literally could not even, I couldn't get out of bed. You know, I couldn't eat. Like my family just needed me home to make sure I didn't do anything to myself. And so when I was home, I was just like, I, I, you know, I was in a really low, low place. I was suicidal for about a year. I was having suicidal thoughts. The depression lasted an entire year. And a big part of it was because my ego had such a big grip on me about my identity, about who I am. And one of the parts of that identity and, and who I was and what I was standing for and how my pride was getting in the way of my healing was I remember being home and literally, you know, nothing going on in my life because I was so depressed. I couldn't do anything. And I went and saw a nurse practitioner and she gave me um, a script for antidepressants. And I was still in this place where I was like, fuck antidepressants. I don't want to take pills. Like, I'm better than pills. Only weak people take pills. I'm stronger than this. I don't need it. I literally rode around with those pills in my purse or the prescription for five days until finally there was this voice in my head that said, what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose at this point? And who are you pretending to be where you're better than leveraging a tool that could help you? So finally, I put my pride aside and I went and picked up the prescription and I started taking the pills. And in a matter of five to seven days, they actually gave me a boost of energy enough to where I was able to decide I am going to muscle my way back to Philadelphia because I don't want to be at home in Connecticut. I want to be back in Philly. I want to be back in my home, in my city, you know, doing my thing, building businesses, doing the things that I love to do. And, you know, that those antidepressants gave me the boost that I needed to get back. But I was still depressed, you know, they weren't, it's a, it's a band-aid after all, and it was really just a tool to get me moving. Well, when I got back to Philly, one of my friends at the time said, you know what you need? You need to trip. And I was in such a space where I was like, yeah, you know what? I do need to trip. Like, and I kind of, I'll admit, I was in a very like, fuck the world, fuck life kind of headspace. I was going through, like I was 25 and I was just in the pits, right, of depression and confusion and really the beginning stages of a really deep healing unfoldment and so I was like yeah I do need to trip so we went to this park this like river park in Jersey it was really beautiful it was like a forest and we um we took LSD and mushrooms and you know like I said before psychedelics remove the barrier to your direct self they that's why with ayahuasca it's a very strong plant medicine psychedelic plant medicine and it removes the ego it removes all the barriers and it puts you in direct contact with your darkness and your lightness your love and your evil whatever you want to say you know the polarities that exist inside you shows you where you need healing you know if people a lot of people are scared to trip because they're like i'm so scared i'm gonna have a bad trip Well, usually people have bad trips because they're feeding the 
darkness, right? They're feeding the darkness, but usually that's what needs to happen in order for people to realize how much they feed the darkness, even when they're not on psychedelics, right? It's just a tool to show you where you stand, really. And so I went into that trip with kind of like, this is my last hope. Like, I hope this helps me in some way. Maybe this will shift something for me, but also like simultaneously kind of like, fuck the world. I don't really care what happens. Like, I'm going to take LSD and mushrooms and fuck everything. Because I just really had that poor attitude because I was so fucking depressed. And what happened was, I mean, I was with, you know, a really good friend and then another really insightful person. And we went, um... Um, through the experience and I remember just like you know all the illusions the depression literally lifted because there was no stories I was telling myself there was no shame there was no all of the things that created the depression were lifted in you know the span of a few hours now I'm not saying it went away in the span of a few hours what happened was those the depression lifted I laughed like actually laughed for the first time in probably a year and a half a year to a year and a half like a true laugh not a fake laugh but like a real like like lose yourself belly like cracking up laughter right first time in a year and then I just had this sorrow for myself I was like oh my god Alexa who have you been you you aren't being the you you know you can be like the courageous you know go getting make things happen like have fun with life have fun with people have fun with business like you just stopped being that person and I realized it and like the one of the first people I was with it he said something that really stuck with me about you need to just be you again because I stopped being me and I started getting lost in all these traumatic stories and 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 just like past traumas that were creating like you know post-traumatic stress disorder and I got so lost in those stories that I completely forgot the lightness of who I was and the positive parts of who I was and the fun parts of who I was and the courageous parts of who I was and for the first time in a year to a year and a half I was able to remember her I was able to remember that version of me that existed underneath all the darkness and the pain and the sorrow and it was a really a reminder and I left that experience with motivation. I left that experience with a memory of who I was meant to be. And it was, it propelled me to keep climbing out of the hole that I was in. Now, again, the depression didn't just lift. I went, I was still very depressed and still very depleted. And I had to, you know, unwind that depression over the course of the, a few months, basically. But in that moment, I was able, again, to be put back in contact with who I truly was at my core, the, you know, the happy, loving, unique, powerful parts of me that were just layered underneath the pain and the trauma and the stories and the failures and the past memories and the psychedelic experience that I had removed those barriers to entry to the point where I can remember who I really was. So, that was the second major healing experience that I ever had with psychedelics. And then the third one is actually my favorite story. It's the most recent one. It was about, let me see, three years ago. Yeah, it was about three years ago. Um, I went to the mountains with four friends and facilitated a psychedelic experience with mushrooms where we we had such a great weekend. We like hung out together. We played records. We played games. We 
you know, they went, I didn't go skiing, but they went skiing. We cooked dinner together. We just facilitated a really happy, positive, fun environment. And the second night we made dinner and then I made cacao with psychedelic mushrooms. And I didn't, you know, I, I went into that experience excited. Now at this point, I have some experience healing from psychedelics and the people that I was with were really excited as well. And we all went into it with such excitement and openness and we had so much fun and um there was one point in the night where I was sitting on the couch and I'm a very deep person right so I allow myself to go deep as hell so I was sitting on the couch listening to Billie Holiday records and I was really just thinking about this person I was like in love with at the time and like kind of going on a journey with Billie Holiday and you know her romantic jazz records and then And then I started going into a memory. I was on the couch. I was in a very meditative state. I was having, you know, I was very open. I was willing and open to receive what was going to come to me from that experience. And here's the thing about psychedelics. Like, and from what I hear about ayahuasca, right? You can choose to open yourself and go into the the scary parts, right? Because when we go into the scary parts with openness and willingness to face the fear that lies within that unknown You know, you could come out the other side with a brand new perspective, a brand new insight, or a brand new healing activation. And a lot of people where they really perpetuate a negative and painful experience when they're on psychedelics is when they, when there's a painful or a dark or an unknown coming into their experience and they reject it and they run away from it. That perpetuates a quote-unquote bad trip because you're not willing to go into the fear that's being presented to you. And on the other side of fear is always freedom, right? So for me, because I had the experience, I knew that I was to enter this memory with an open open mind, open heart, and a um, acceptance that something would be on the other side of it. And let me, I shit you not, it was scary as fuck to go into this memory. I started having fear and panic about, oh my God, what if this makes me depressed? What if I come out of this and I'm depressed and I'm sad? And there's a lot of, you know, people that I do think that maybe, actually, I don't want to speak on that because I don't know, but I could see how people would maybe fear that, oh my God, psychedelics can make me depressed. And I think that happens because you're not willing to face what's coming up, which means you're running away from it and it's perpetuating. So anyway... I was going into this memory. I had fear. I was scared, but I was also open and interested at the same time. And it was the most vivid thing I've ever, like, experienced. And I don't really have, like, a a photographic memory. I don't really have memories that are, like, very clear in terms of the picture. I'm more of, like, an I hear the words in my head and I can kind of picture it. But this was a very, very vivid, vivid memory. And it was... When I was four, there's this picture that my mom had and that I think my grandparents are, there was a picture in the family of me being held by my great grandma or my great grandpa. I'm trying to think who was holding me. It was my great grandfather down in Florida. They had a lemon tree and he was holding me up and I was picking the lemon. And there's this picture that I've seen so many times because it's in the family. And it was just like a really happy memory. And I basically, this picture came alive and I went into it and, you know, I was picking the lemon with my great grandfather and it was a very happy memory. My great grandma was there and my mom, my mom and dad were separated and getting divorced at the time. I was like four years old 
And then I also remember, so that was a very happy, light, loving, peppy part of the memory. But like anything, like a battery, there's a plus and a negative, right? Humans have light and dark. There is good and evil in the world. That is just the way humanity is, right? So this memory had an equal and opposite darkness to it. And I remember being in the back room later in the day of my great-grandparents' house. And I used to get these nosebleeds when I was a kid. Like, really fucking bad nosebleeds. And I would, like, soak towels, and my mom would be really freaked out by it. And I remember being, I remember being with my mom in the back room having a nosebleed and feeling my mom's panic, right? So I didn't have any memories of this memory, like in my actual life, right? Like this was the first time I was remembering this memory. The only thing I knew about the quote unquote memory was the picture. So I was going into this memory and it just felt like there was so much fear and panic and anxiety in the air in that room because my mom was scared that I was having a nosebleed. And I could feel for the first time as an adult that I picked up on that anxiety and that fear in that room, right? Like as kids, we pick up on, you know, from the time we're in the womb, we are just absorbing information. We're absorbing the emotions of the people around us. We're absorbing everything. And in that moment, I was able to go into this memory and realize how as a four-year-old, I was absorbing massive amounts of fear and panic. Because my mom had so much fear and panic about what was going on with me. And basically what this memory was showing me was, you know, I've struggled with major anxiety, depressions, lots of mental health issues. And what this particular memory was helping me heal was a fear imprint. Now, of course, there's fear that have come from different places in my life. But apparently this memory had a lot of charge associated with it. And those memories... They implant in our bodies when they happen and they create bodily challenge, bodily, you know, dis-ease because memories have a charge to them. They hold a frequency and when they implant in our bodies and our memories and our auras, they create fear, pain, disease, health issues, mental health issues. So this was an opportunity to, for me to go into this memory and clear the fear around it which would then, at least on some type of cellular level, shift me from the inside out to vibrate a little bit higher to let go of the fear that was associated with this memory. And that's exactly what I did. I was bawling. I was crying hysterically. I was just like having a release, like a full body release, which is not something I do a lot because I'm a very, I guess, like I could say even-keeled person. My emotions don't really, how do I say... I don't cry a lot, okay? So this experience, I was like crying like crazy, but it felt so good. It was like a release. And then I remember my friend coming over to me and he's like, Alex, are you okay? I'm like, you need to just leave me alone. I'm great. Like, I'm good, I promise, but you need to let me go through what I'm going through because I want what's on the other side of this, right? I don't want to run away from it. I don't want you to distract me and pull me out of the experience. I want to go through it. So I did and I went into it and I went through it and I leaned in And I just cried until it turned into bliss and until I was safely on the other side of that memory and I could feel that something major shifted in that moment. Whatever fear, anxiety around that timeline, around that experience from my past that was still still affecting me in the future was shifted. I was able to move out of that fearful frequency that was related to that memory that was creating, you know, some fear in my life and anxieties in my life and shift it. And... 
it was just so interesting to see how my mother's pain in those moments was affecting me as a four-year-old child and how those pains and fears stuck with me at an unconscious level. And that's what happens. That's when we go through life and we pick up experiences that are painful, fearful, and, you know, traumatizing. They live in us until we clear them, until we reflect on them, until we go to therapy and talk through them, until there's no charge around it anymore. And that's exactly what happened with this, except it was primed with psychedelics and the experience led me into this memory and there was no way I could have known it was going to happen but it was really incredible to go through that process and to see the healing potential when you open yourself and when you're available to go through something that seems so scary but you have trust that on the other side something is going to shift and I did shift And my whole world didn't change, right? That's not the point. It's not like, oh my God, it was a completely different person. It's like, no, there was a story and an experience that happened that was creating fear and anxiety in certain parts of my body. And I was able to shift those certain parts. Did it shift everything? No, because there's been other experiences in my life that have created traumas and fears, right? But this was just one particular particular incident and kind of a string of incidents because it happened a few times that was shown to me and I was able to go through it and go through the experience, lean in, open myself up, and come out the other side with a shift and with um, newfound bliss. And then I went into the rest of the night having a blast with my friends. And I was so grateful that the journey took me there because I was like, you know, one little thing healed. But that wasn't little. It was a big thing. It was a big part of my upbringing. It was a big supercharged memory that was living inside my body going unchecked, creating fear, creating anxiety and panic. So I was grateful that that unfolded the way it did and it will live in my memory forever. So those are the three major healing experiences that I've had with psychedelics. I truly believe that when used responsibly with an open mind in a proper environment with the proper people and with the proper assistance, Um, that it can be a very healing tool. And now this isn't me saying just go out and buy some psychedelics and like go try to have a healing experience and emulate what I did. No, I'm just talking about my experience. And I know there are places out there that you can go with a facilitator. So that's super safe. Um, That's not really what this is about, though. This was just me sharing one of my stories and one of my healing experiences. So that maybe it activates a new potential for someone that listens to this so I hope you enjoyed um those are my three major psychedelic healing experiences and I'm glad that I was able to share them with you if you have ever had a similar experience I would love to hear it so you can reach out to us at flourishing feminine founders on instagram or femfam.com which we'll be changing soon we're going to the next stages in this business and we're launching our app so that there's basically the app is going to be a trans it is a transformational container for people to step into and acquire education around living in a more natural flow with themselves building a fulfilling business and creating healthy thriving relationships so that's launching soon but i hope you enjoyed this podcast and we look forward to connecting with you sometime soon Thanks for tuning into this episode. As always, we are here to support you with fierce and flourishing energy. To learn more about our FemFam community and all of the gifts it has to offer, check out our website, www.femfam.com. 
f3mfam.com or on our Instagram, Flourishing Feminine Founders. And to dive deeper into community connection and support, we invite you to join a FemPod. Pods are our social mission here at Fem, and they are the seedling of this entire entity. And what they are are groups of five Fems that come together to consistently dive deep into many aspects of life, from relationships and mental health to business. It is a community care model that allows you to explore the depths of your personality in a safe and non-judgmental container. A container where you give and receive unconditional support and develop deep bonds with other like-hearted humans. Please reach out to us via flourish at femfam.com. That's F-L-O-U-R-I-S-H at F3M-F-A-M.com. We can't wait to hear from you. Love, peace, and many blessings.